Good morning. This is James with 77 Financial Group. You're listening to 15 Minutes of Finance, where in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to get you excited about investing. Let's do it. What is going on, everybody? I hope you guys are having a great start to your Monday. We have a big week. A lot is going on uh, this week in the investment world. And before we get into what's going on today, let's do the term of the day, which is a dividend. And that has to do with today's big story. So a dividend, let me read this for you. Uh, the Investopedia definition is a dividend is the distribution of some of a company's earnings to a class of its shareholders as determined by the company's board of directors. Common shareholders of dividend-paying companies are typically eligible as long as they own the stock before the ex-dividend date. Okay, now look, there's a lot that actually goes in the dividends, so I'm going to spare you guys the the grueling details. That's why you hire someone like me, so you just <laughs> they just know this stuff and they can take care of it for you. Uh, but really, it's just a payout. That's how I would look at it. So there are companies that specialize in dividends. And what I mean by specialize is that's why people buy the stock. So think AT&T, uh, British Petroleum, Exxon. They have dividends that are upwards of four, five, six percent. Some are even higher. Some companies, especially real estate um, companies, they're pretty good with dividends. And what that means is every quarter typically, uh, well, not typically it's every quarter, but it can be uh, monthly. It honestly could be annually, whatever, whatever the company decides, the board of directors, that's how often they can pay it out. But typically it's quarterly and every quarter they will pay 6% of whatever you own. So if you own $1,000 of the stock, you're going to get $60. Does that make sense? Um, well, obviously that makes sense, right? We can all do that math. <laughs> we can all do that math. But uh, obviously if you own a million dollars of Exxon and you get 6%, that's $60,000. I mean, that's a pretty decent uh, paycheck, right? I think the, the median wage for families is like 52000 So uh, that's why a lot of retirees like dividends. They like dividend companies. It's just another way of getting a stream of income. Uh, but what you sacrifice for that is the company doesn't typically grow. So let's use AT&T here. So AT&T, I think for the last three years has been between 25 and $35. And I think that they're like, they're fluctuating right above 28 right now. I haven't looked, I don't know that for sure, but I'm, I'm pretty certain. Uh, but that's why they're a good use in everyone's portfolio. Okay. Enough of that. That's uh, that's a boring topic and why you hire somebody like me. Uh, so what is happening in the news today? U.S. stock futures, European markets, and Asian markets are all higher Monday morning after the S&P 500 rose 0.8% Friday. And if you guys remember, we said it's hovering right around 4,450 right now. Uh, so 0.8% is a lot. Um, Treasury yields are higher as well. The 10-year note currently pays 1.267%. The IHS market will release its flash manufacturing and services purchasing managers indices, PMI, purchasing managers indices, for August at 9.45 a.m., giving investors insight into industrial activity in different sectors of the economy. The manufacturing's PMI's previous reading for July was 63.4, while the services PMI was 59.9. The National Association of Realtors will also release existing home sales data for July at 10 a.m. In June, 5.86 million existing homes had exchanged hands. It's a lot, it's a lot of houses. Uh, oil prices are substantially higher as a weaker dollar helps stem a seven-day losing streak. WTI and Brent crude futures are up 3.2%. Uh, guys, for the, for those of you that are just tuning in, like you guys haven't heard me explain uh, the news here. A lot of these acronyms, it's I wouldn't even think too much into it. Uh, be more focused on the result, right? So these companies, these these uh, metric system companies, PMI, um, the 
uh, dollar value system that the U.S. uses, um, the fiscal policy, all that stuff that we talk about in the news, just worry about how it's going to affect the consequence, right? Don't worry so much about them because uh, ultimately the market decides. So keep that in mind. Uh, so let's look at some headlines here. Uh, Pfizer has acquired Trillium Therapeutics for $18.5 per share uh, in cash. And Pfizer already owns some shares of the clinical stage immuno-oncology company. Immuno-oncology company. That's quite a... Uh, what do you do for a living? I work at an immuno-oncology company. That would be... Uh, that's an impressive impressive statement right there. Uh, shares are up 191.1% in pre-market trading. So that's a huge deal. Uh, Pfizer actually just got... Uh, approved, FDA approved, I think, for whatever their version of the vaccine is for 16 and over, I think. So I don't think they were a company. I don't think they were allowed to vax people under 18. I, don't quote me on that, but I know they just got approved for 16 uh, and over. So uh, Walt Disney's free guy added another 18.8 million domestically over the weekend in its second week. Uh, guys, that was actually a pretty good movie. I, I, I went to go see it with my family. I was kind of surprised. Um, it's, I looked pretty bad, but it was actually pretty good. I thought it was, uh, probably one of the best movies I've seen all year. And the reason that's a big deal is because normally, uh, in the second week films drop like 50 to 60% as far as their, uh, first week's, uh, revenue. So that's shows that people are recommending the movie and they should go see it. And I recommend it for you guys. Let's see. What else is there? We got one more headline I wanted to talk about. So Richard Branson's Virgin Orbit said that Boeing would invest in its SPAC later, listing later this year. The satellite launching startup is planning to go public through a $3.2 billion merger with NextGen Acquisition Group, NGCA, NextGen Acquisition Corp. I said group. My bad. <laughs> NextGen Acquisition Corp. Shares are up 2.3 in the pre-market trading. Okay, so... That's also a big deal because an SPAC, if you guys have been listening in the previous months, is a company that exists strictly to bring a private company public. That's kind of all it, all it does. That's its whole purpose. Uh, and Richard Branson, his uh, satellite company is that's that's going to be a big deal, especially because Boeing is getting involved. So as you guys know, Boeing has had a lot of issues with planes, with investors, uh, company issues, but they're trying to come. To come back to uh, to their former days of glory, I would say. They're one of the big airplane manufacturers. So our government uses them. Um, airline companies use them. Private airline companies use them. And if they're doing well, then the air, air travel is doing well. So good for them. Excited for Rich and Branson's Virgin Orbit. I probably will look into investing into that. Uh, maybe not so much for client money, but for my own money. Uh, I like Richard Branson. I like Virgin Orbit. And Boeing, I don't care what anyone says. Boeing is a, it's one of those, it's one of those monsters in the industry, right? So it's, I think it's Boeing and I don't remember the other Airbus. It might be Airbus. I can't remember what the other company is called, but they're the two big players in airplane manufacturing. Um, okay. So let's talk today about the big story. So Bitcoin tops 50,000. Now, if you guys know Bitcoin, I think it was north of 60,000 at one point. So it's on its way back. Cryptocurrency is going to be volatile. So be prepared for that. Extremely volatile, like 50, 60% down, 50, 60% up. That type of movement is not to be unexpected. So let's read this. The price of Bitcoin rose above, above 50,000 for the first time in more than three months late Sunday and is still above that level Monday morning. Both Bitcoin and Ether have risen in the last 24 hours. The world's largest cryptocurrency market by cap is up 2.6% while the second largest is up 2.7. Okay, so, <clears throat> sorry, that was a lot. I didn't breathe. Um, if you guys 
don't know, which is why you're listening, is Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, they trade 24-7. Whereas the stock market is only open from 9 to 4.30 most days. Obviously, there's uh, there's a difference there sometimes uh, as far as like holidays and whatnot. And there's pre-market trading and post-market. But for the most part, it's open 9.30 to 4 uh, Eastern time. And uh, Bitcoin trades at all times of the day. So it so does so do other cryptos. So that's a little bit different. And uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I think that that's exciting, but it's also a way to be uh, have extreme stress during the weekends where at least with the stock market, you know, you know, there's going to be no movement from Friday at 5 p.m. till Monday at 9 a.m. type of thing. So, uh, yeah, let's go on to this Coinbase, which is one of it was the first public platform for cryptocurrency. It's the first public company. I don't personally own any uh, positions in it. I think it's overvalued currently, but I still really like it. It's definitely a, a watch stock for me. Uh, Coinbase purchases pay, uh, Coinbase purchases PayPal launches and difficulties increase. So PayPal, as you guys know, just opened up their crypto market. You can trade certain cryptos uh, on PayPal. I don't know which ones. I think it's obviously Bitcoin, Ether. I don't know the other ones. I know Doge isn't on there yet, or Doggy, however you want to say it. Um, I don't think SafeMoon's definitely not on there, but it's SafeMoon is a is an interesting crypto. If you guys wanted to explore something that hasn't taken off yet, uh, I am a fan. I don't have any of it yet, but I definitely would I'm definitely considering it. Um, so let's read this real quick. Several pieces of news have helped push up cryptocurrency prices in recent weeks. Earlier this month, the Ethereum network implemented London Hard Fork. I have no idea what that is. A change which made it significantly more difficult to mine Ether as part of a transition to a proof-of-stake model. Last week, Coinbase said it would buy $500 million in crypto for its balance sheet. And on Monday, PayPal launched its cryptocurrency service in the UK. In the past, PayPal cryptocurrency... Launch announcements have been followed by substantial gains in the price of Bitcoin. The company launched its cryptocurrency service for U.S. users on October 21st, 2020. And Bitcoin rose more than 20, 25% over the following month. Okay, so why is that the, the big story? Well, one, if Coinbase... Okay, so let me try to explain what Coinbase is to you guys. Coinbase is kind of like a... Um, it's like a TD Ameritrade. Or it's like a uh, Schwab or a Fidelity. It's a platform where you can trade. Uh, cryptocurrencies on so they make money on transactions so currently buying and selling crypto costs something it's co it costs like a commission i guess you could say i'm not sure what it is I, I don't pay attention to that whenever i trade the minimal amount of crypto i have um very minimal like one percent of my portfolio is crypto uh but they make money off of that in the stock market when you trade it's it's a it's a no load fee. So there's 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 no transactions or not a no load fee. Sorry, there is a no transaction fee, and or there isn't one. You don't trade anything when you trade stocks on most platforms. So you can trade freely without there being any any costs, which make a lot of sense. That's kind of what you want. Um, but crypto, as we've always said, is only as valuable as the next person wants it. Whereas a company, when you buy Exxon, Exxon creates or they mine. I guess it's mining. I would call it mining, right? They mine gasoline and fuel. I'm not sure if that's considered mining. Either way, they create and go find um, oil. So they're able to create something that has a benefit. So they provide a service that creates a product that you need, right? So that in and of itself is valuable, whereas crypto, it's only as valuable as the next person is willing to pay for it. It's a currency. It doesn't actually produce anything. 
So keep that in mind if you guys are thinking about crypto investments. I'm not against it. I just don't know long term how it fits into a uh, into an actual growth portfolio. Because if you put a hundred thousand dollars in right now into Bitcoin, I mean you get basically one and a half. Well, technically you'd be two because it's at fifty thousand. You'd get two bitcoins. And if Bitcoin goes down to ten thousand dollars, I bet you a lot of people are selling that. So that's definitely a buy and hold scenario. I don't recommend it for everybody's portfolio. Uh, I do have it in mind, but not in everybody's. Okay, so let me read this really quickly. This is the big number. $1.39 That's the projected sum of all dividend payouts to shareholders in 2021. So if you remember, we determined the day, dividend, that's just a payout that a company pays its shareholders. Uh, and the, here, here we go, here we go. According to a report published Monday by asset manager Janice Henderson, the projected sum of all dividends paid out to shareholders is $1.39 trillion. That's, the, that's higher than the firm's previous best and worst case scenario projections published in February. Janice Henderson also said that 84% of companies worldwide either increased or maintained their dividend compared to the same quarter in 2020. And the payouts are just 3% below their pre-pandemic peak. Okay, so the reason I wanted to talk about that real quick, and I've only got two minutes, if a company's like, hey, you know, we're gonna we can pay more, we can keep our dividend, that means they have projected strength in their company. Now it doesn't mean that they're doing extremely well, but they're strong enough to be able to say, hey, we can maintain this dividend. And companies do cut their dividend. They will say, hey, we don't have enough cash to pay you this time, and that's their right. They get to do that. Uh, but a lot of times, if that happens, uh, dividend investors will say, hey, well then we'll go to we'll go to a different company. If Exxon's going to cut theirs, we'll go to BP. So uh, I, I like that. That's good news, I think, as far as dividend companies. Uh, and just real quick before we sign off, guys, if you have a growth company and a value company, and there's so many different ways to, to label companies, but then a dividend company, dividend is really popular with utility stocks. And utility stocks do not react to market changes, uh, how do I say this, as aggressively or synergetically as growth companies do. So Apple, growth company for sure, isn't going to have the same um, change in their stock price that AT&T will. AT&T didn't really drop that much whenever uh, COVID happened, right? But Carnival, <laughs> Carnival Boeing, they really got hit hard. So that just shows the difference in, in, in what they do because utilities, oil, et cetera, phone services, they're kind of staples in our everyday life. So that's why they are considered, I would consider them value companies. Um, but that's it today, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you guys want me to cover anything or have any questions, please reach out. Emails at james at 77financialgroup.com or Instagram 77financialgroup. All right, guys, as always, invest early, invest often. We'll see you tomorrow.